OCO Taishu Shidanalai. I'm Jay Winton Wolf, and this is the American Indian Indigenous People's Truce Justice for All, the most dangerous show on radio, podcasts, and everywhere else. I'll be right back to introduce my guest for today. Don't go away. Because we are all one on this planet, we and the earth all one, every human, finned, creepy crawler creature, every plant, every stone, all who have come before us and will come after us, one sacred circle of life. And we commit ourselves to the sacred circle and to the sacred planet, earth. We ask that our efforts be blessed with grace and approval. We must succeed in this endeavor. There is no other way but love. There is nobody else but us. As we heal ourselves, we heal each other. As we heal each other, we heal the world. So be it. Chief Victorio was born on the Black Range of New Mexico around 1825. He was raised as a member of the Chinhini. Apache Nation, known as Baduya or Baduyat at his, to his Apache people. Victorio was a warrior and chief of the Chihini Band of the Chiricahua Apache in what is now New Mexico. Though little is known of his early life, it is said that he may have been part Mexican his sister was the famous warrior woman, Lozan, or dexterous horse thief. By the early 1850s, Victorio was considered a chief of his band. In his 20s, he began to ride with Geronimo, Nana, and other Apache leaders making numerous raids into northern Mexico. In 1862, he joined with Mangus Colorados in making raids not only into Mexico but also upon the encroaching white settlers. When Mangus Colorados met with the U.S. Army in January of 1863 under a flag of truce, instead of maintaining the peaceful negotiations that were alleged, the Army took Mangus Colorados prisoner and later executed him on January 18. This, of course, very much not only angered Victorio, but also Cochise, another powerful leader. Now more than 156 years later, the blood of Chief Victorio is alive and well, and in the veins of my brother and very good friend, Chief Eagle Claw Victorio. Now listen to the voice and wisdom of Chief Victorio through his grandson, Eagle Claw Victorio. Okay, Eagle, how you doing, bro? I'm doing great. How are you, Jay? So, Eagle, you are a member of the Apache Nation, right? Yes. Okay. Where did you, where were you born and where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Manhattan. My father uh, uh, worked as an iron worker, and then he, uh, in his later years, he uh, retired from that and went to uh, being a baker. 
So uh, he worked in the Silver Cup Bakery. So that was that was how I ended up being born in Manhattan. Ah, okay. So your um, your grandfather was uh, Chief Victorio, right? Yes, yes. And he rode with uh, Geronimo. Yes, he uh, he was in altitude Geronimo, so he sort of helped him out. He hit him away when he had to because, uh, you know, the soldiers were looking for him, and so... Uh, yes, and he gave him a lot of uh, words of wisdom, I'm sure, and Geronimo always loved him. And then there's my Aunt Moselle, which uh-huh. was wonderful. And so, you know, they both helped uh, Geronimo out in times of need. Yeah, I read, I read a lot about Lausanne. Uh, she was a horse warrior. Yes, yeah, she was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had a, a talent for uh, seeing things happen or, or knowing when enemy was close and when they were coming and from what direction. Uh, she was amazing with things like that. Okay. So did you have an opportunity to meet your grandpa? No. Okay. No, you- I didn't. But you heard all the stories from the elders that were living then. Oh yeah, from my great yeah, from my grandpa, um, my father, different members and elders. You know, and you hear things, and then when you get older, you hear more things, and you know, it's it's just like any other child growing up, you know. Yeah. So. Um... The ceremonies, the ceremonies of the Apaches, those are ancient ceremonies. Have you had an opportunity in your life to participate in any of those ceremonies? Well, uh, no, I did not. What I do was I I began a sun dancing, which is comes from the Lakota people. Mm-hmm. But uh, at one time... Uh, in the years, uh, Fool's Crow was told to give it to all the people of the nation. Right. And so now all the people of the nation dance, uh, had the same dance. And it's a wonderful thing. It's a, it's our way of playing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, we talk to the creator and, and worship him and think and, uh, pray to him. We uh, we talk to him. We love him, and we show how much we love him. Uh-huh. And you know that he is, you know, he is all. Yeah. And, and so, with this ceremony, that is what it it's uh, it's really a ceremony for the continuance of life. That's and it's for all people in the world, not just for the Native American when we dance is to the whole world. Mm-hmm. And so it's an altogether different type of uh, way. Uh, that that uh, the same dance is different than any of our other, our other dances and our other uh, ceremonies, rather. So, yeah. actually, um, in the ceremonies and uh, the flesh offerings are made to the tree. Right? Yeah, and we also pierce. Mm-hmm. We, we pierce through our, our skin, and and uh, and we have uh, pins that are inserted or talons that are inserted into your skin, and you stay with this for quite some time. You've seeing uh, some some of it on that uh, movie uh, A Man Called Horse. Yeah, A Man Called Horse, right. It's just uh, it's, it's a wonderful ceremony. It's not only all about that. It's about what you 
what you feel inside and how you appreciate what Creator has given us and continues to give us and watch over us. And going in that direction, uh, I have something to tell you. You remember I had cancer uh-huh. in two, uh, 2013, and, and now it's two years I am free of cancer since we did that Winipi ceremony at the Sundance. Absolutely. And we also did a ceremony for my wife years before this, mm-hmm. and she was cured by the Creator and the prayers of the people. And and that's how it happened. And, and he actually did the same for me after the doctors couldn't help me anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just stepped in and took it away. We did this Winipi uh, ceremony, uh, which is the ceremony of coming of the light. Right. And after that ceremony, everything changed. I felt a difference. I, I heard a whisper to me when I was at the sacred tree, and I was just told I was fine. I was okay. And I went on from there to dance singers, and uh, that was, those were on the last day. So uh, when the dance finished, I went home to, I was on my way home, and we would stop at the motel and get some rest before we make the drive. Uh-huh. And have shower and, and wash up, you know, uh-huh. and get a bite to eat. And uh, the next morning when we woke up, uh, my wife was sleeping, and I looked at my legs, and I didn't have any more sores. I didn't have any more marks. I didn't have anything. Uh-huh. I had, like, just, like, they were, like, uh, it was like a you saw with the sores in in the, the, on my on my legs and and arms and stuff where and instead of being open like they were and stuff they were like closed and dry and it was just like flat with my with the rest of my skin and I was like I couldn't believe it uh-huh. and then I realized I wasn't itching. And I felt, my body felt very vibrant, like, uh, you know, I felt like I had extra power because I had went down to 92 pounds. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and so I was like the walking dead, and uh, he just brought me back. Right, you know. So I suffered like that for five years. The thing is, I suffered like that for five years, five and a half years, uh-huh. and on the sixth year he took it away at the ceremony. But I never lost faith. I never once lost faith. Ego, let me ask you. Well, let me share something with you. Um, yeah. When I first went on the radio twenty years ago, I believe it was my second year that I came down with cancer. Uh, and and it was the prayers of the people and the ceremonies that, that took care of me the first time I had cancer of the right kidney. The ceremonies and, and our, our medicines, our native medicines, took care of that. And then I had, uh, the following year, I had cancer of the, uh, uh, of the colon, and that was stage four cancer, and the medicines and the prayers of, of, of the people. That one I remember. Yeah. And, I remember hearing all about, yep. And then I had cancer of the pancreas, you know, and a year oh after, my God. A year after that, it, it was gone, you know, the prayers of the people, the ceremonies, and our medicines. Yep. And the fourth, yep. time, the fourth time I had it was cancer of the left kidney, and that was the one that took my, my baby brother out of here. But yeah, that, that was gone. You see, uh, what you were saying, like the medicines, the medicines, I, I can't help it, but the medicines that they gave me in the hospitals were killing me. Yeah. And yeah. and yet, when I went on natural herbs and, and, and minerals and vitamins and stuff, 
from food and from actual food that you eat and mm-hmm. and uh and some of them were came in powder forms and mushrooms and and that between that and everybody's prayers and God's love for me mm-hmm. he just with that Anipi ceremony and the and the peyote ceremony, it, it was gone. Yeah. And so yeah, yeah. you know, people can say what they wanna say, but it was true fact I mean the doctor said they couldn't do no more for me and where's gonna be is gonna be. Yeah, yeah. And they... so it was out of I didn't take to continue taking a medicine which was killing me because I couldn't eat. Uh-huh. And I couldn't sleep, and I couldn't, you know. Yeah, I was no. just messed up. Just messed so, up. You know, that's two people in up there, my wife and I both, and 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 it cured both of us. So, you know, if if, if that isn't something to strengthen the faith, I don't know what is. Well, let me ask you something, uh, Eagle. How old are you now? I'm 74, going to be 75. Ah, you're my elder. You're, you're older than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, is, I've been out here a while. Is Messina there? Yes, she is. Uh, can I talk to her for a minute? Oh, sure. Okay, and then I'm going to talk back to you. I've got a lot to say to you, Jay. <laughs> How are you? I'm fine this morning. You know, um, up here in the uh, higher elevation of the mountains in Colorado, uh-huh. um, I have had asthma conditions back east that uh-huh. were really troubling to me. Right. As, um, we came out here to be more with our people and to um, support and also talk on behalf of what's going on with the people out here, celebrate in the Sundance, dance at the Sundance, you know, share Eagle's wisdom and some of my words when people come to us to talk. Um, I'm very, very grateful to be here. I'm doing much better with my health conditions. As you know, my my husband, when he uh, got the cancer from doing three tours of Vietnam, and um, the doctors came to me and said he only had weeks to live. I was very adamant with them. And I said, you're not God. And you don't know our herbal medicines and our ceremonies and the ways of our people mm-hmm. that um, we believe in. And I said, I'm not going to take your examination of him and your results and take that for your word. I said, because... My husband has the creator and the people and ceremonies on his side. And I said, our faith is stronger than what you can play on. I said, your your medicines are wonderful. I'm not putting them down. But I said, a people needs to uh, work not only with the medicines, but with their belief system and the creator. And you need to understand that with working with our ceremonies and our ways and our herbal medicines along with your technology, that anything can be accomplished. And I said, you have to treat a person's um, spiritual body and mind together with the disease that has hit them. I said, without this knowledge and without this understanding, your medicines cannot benefit a person. So I never gave up, especially when they said that a white man's life was worth more than an Indian's, and mm-hmm. some of the doctors refused to help my husband. Absolutely. I, I remember you when you were going through that with, uh, with Eagle, and I'm, yeah. I, I'm so happy and, and, you know, that the Creator is listening, and the Creator is still working on behalf of us, our people. Uh, when I got sick, um, the word got out that Night Wolf's got cancer. And there were many, many people that sent me these little packages of herbs and and uh, along with instructions on how to brew them and how often to take them. And you say them with prayer, you take them with prayer. And 
and you had to pray at least five times a day, you know, one when the sun come up in the morning, uh, noontime and evening, but in between those two times, you had to say prayers of healing, you know, and asking the Creator to step in, and that's what happened, and that's how I got well, you know. I remember as a little boy when I had to go to South Carolina during the summer and spend it with my grandmother and grandfather, and uh, having to go out with grandma and grandpa and and pick these herbs. I told them, those are weeds. Why are you picking it? Those are not weeds, son. That's medicine. And they were teaching me the old ways, you know, which I had no understanding of. But after I was taught that, I began to believe that there is something more than AMA, the American Medical Association, is more than, mm-hmm. the, than something more than an oncologist, a cancer doctor, that comes into play when it comes to healing uh, the human family and especially our people, our Indian people. You but know. you know, Jay, you cannot lose faith. No. You know, you cannot have any doubt in your mind because when doubt seeps in, that's when um, you weaken. And yeah. when you have faith and you uh, pray to the Creator, all things are possible. And um, I am here also as a survivor. Mm-hmm. Um, when they told me that I had the cancer and they wanted to operate on me, I said, no, uh, you're not going to operate on me. I'm going back to our people, our herbal medicines and our ways. And I said, I believe wholeheartedly in this way that I will be healed. Absolutely. And um, I was at Sundance at that time. And I can't thank the people enough, nor our ceremonies for continuing on in our prayers and our ways um, that are continuing and that need to be taught on to our youth and our children um, so that these ways can continue because our ways and our belief system and our prayers and our spirit can never, ever be, uh, how do you want to say it? Compromise. You can't compromise it. Right. You can't. And so, you know, uh, I've been with Eagle. I've supported the AIM with Eagle, the American Indian Movement. Um, We have fought many battles together. I'm very proud of his accomplishments and his words to the people and um, the fights that we have won together for the people. Absolutely. And the Sundance um, together that we have have done Mm -hmm. and the support that we did raise to help the people. And so I'm very, very blessed that he's still here with us and that his words can still be heard. Me too. Thank you so much for talking to me this morning. Uh, Okay. And here's me because he has so much more to say. And my prayers are with all of our people and especially with the crisis that I've been praying for for a long time with what's going on with our women and children that are disappearing from the reservation right now. Mm-hmm. And I am confident that we will overcome this too. So here's Eagle. Okay. Thank you for talking with me this morning. God You're bless. welcome, Messina. Love you, sister. A few things I'd like to talk about if I have enough time. Sure. Uh, one is, uh, you know, I I sit here and I listen to the news and I and I uh, you watch the news every day and you see what's going on and see how this virus thing is taking effect. You know, they come on with so many different uh, things on the news, uh-huh. but yet. Uh, when it comes down to our people, we are sort of invisible, so to speak. Right. Uh, we don't count, uh, from what I got from the president's words, we don't really uh, matter and we don't really count. We're, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> we, <laughs> we just don't exist, sort of. So, um, and I see that in the media, they cover everybody and everywhere, and yet they don't cover us hardly at all, unless it's to say something bad about us. 
That's uh, that's by design. They don't want us here. <laughs> so now uh, we all these things with uh, with the with the illness that's going around, this COVID nineteen. Instead of us getting assistance like other people get in the in the complete nation, I mean the whole world, the the, the whole United States, I should say, receives all these different things, and plus they're always spoken about the tragedy here, the tragedy is there, the tra- but I never hear nothing about the tragedies of our people. Our people are disappearing. Our women and children are disappearing uh, like welfare. And they're not doing anything about it. They're not investigating. They didn't do nothing. They finally made this show and it's so uh, so the so said that it's passed. However, they haven't decided what to do with it. It's like they haven't decided how they're going to go about distributing the money that they say they're giving our people. They're making known to everybody about the millions that they're going to give us with to help through these tragedies time, and uh, yet. The talk is there, the words are there, and I don't know, now they say it passed, but it has to go through this and has to go through that, and they haven't decided how to distribute it evenly, and, you know, so by the time we get anything, (laughs) people will have forgot about this virus will be over, God willing, and and we still haven't gotten the assistance. I mean, what's going on in this this nation? You know, this is the United States. I thought they're talking about everybody being together, everybody thinking about each other, everybody helping each other what you can. But what happened to us? We don't count with all the other people in the United States. I mean, where is the, where is the shot? You know, this is getting, this is totally out of line. And, and it's, and it's really, really early. Because, I mean, we have Native American women disappearing and being murdered. Murdered, I'm saying. And you know what? Nothing. You know how many, out of the, out of maybe 6,000, 6,000 cases of, of, the, of rape and, and uh, not, not even just, not even counting rape, just the murders and the disappearance. Mm-hmm. We are 10 times above everybody in the whole United States. So how is that when we are only Two percent. We are only considered two percent of the population. That's of the nation's population. So, <laughs> come on. I mean, what is wrong with this whole program? How come this president doesn't have an advisor for our people like all the other ones that were in office had an advisor for the Native American people? There's someone to let the government know what's going on and uh-huh. tell the, the higher-ups uh, of, you know, being there to say, well, this is what's happening over here. Absolutely. And this is what's happening. Yeah, Eagle. we always had that. Yeah. Now we don't have with the Trump administration, we don't have that. Okay. Like I said, Eagle. he doesn't believe we okay. exist. Eagle, Eagle, let me cut across you for a minute, Okay. We're gonna take Go a, we're gonna take a break and come back and then we're gonna get further into that to that situation that that problem that we have with the United States government. So, I'll be back to talk to right. you again in about three minutes. Don't go anywhere.
First of all, Eagle, it is my opinion that this president is so racist that he really don't give a damn about you, me, or anybody else, anybody that's not his color, anybody that's not a part of his his uh, so-called, uh, what do you call it, country club atmosphere, uh, wealthy white people. And, right. and, and, and you, 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 you said something that hit me real hard towards the end of our conversation a few minutes ago. Uh, why aren't they saying anything about us? Why don't they have somebody in the cabinet of this presidency that's acknowledging the presence of us and our conditions? Well, as much as he hates uh, Obama, being that Obama is a black man, that brought forth a lot of things good, and he everything he did was not good, but he did a lot of good things. And one of those things he, he brought about for the first time in the history of this country was the uh, tribal summit meetings every year at the White House for eight years when he was there. And, of course, when Trumpy got in office... Uh, yeah, he abolished yeah, everything. Okay, he didn't want... Uh, he didn't want a damn thing to do with anything that was not in his program of whiteness and racism. Yeah. So just exactly. just last month, he wants to reinstitute Obama's tribal summit for tribes and uh, and and native people. But I'm very leery of that because. All of a sudden, he wants to feel some compassion for Indian people, but with the Mashpee Wampanoags in, in Massachusetts, he's trying to take their land out of trust and not allow them to have any kind of economic enterprising like gaming. But a few years before he was elected as president, before, the, before he slithered his way into the office of the presidency, and you know what slither means, that's the way the snake walks, um, he just, you know, he, he didn't want to have a damn thing to do with us. But now, all of a sudden, he wants to have something to do with us. And I think he has own, his own motives for doing that. He's trying to take the land that the, the Wampanoags have had incorporated in their tribe since the 1700s from them. So they can't do anything to, to raise themselves up. They can't do anything. Well, they're, they're trying to build housing for their people. Uh, everything to help us, to help their people they're trying to do. But this fool, this damn idiot, uh, has the nerve to want to bring back Obama's tribal summit. It's not going to be the same way that Obama did it if it comes back. Uh, He's looking for what you and I and, and other Natives call government, the good government Indians, the sellouts. Those are the ones that he wants to put on this committee so that we don't get anything. But he get praises for, I'm helping the Indians. No, he's not helping us. He's not helping us. He's not helping black people. He's not helping people that uh, have been falsely labeled labeled as being Latinos, which they're not. They're Native people. Uh, He's not helping poor people. And he's he's certainly not helping his own poor white people. So, you know, this man is... That's always his thing to say. He doesn't help even his own, uh, his own race. If they if they have nothing, they should they shouldn't even exist to him. Uh-huh. You know, we just take it, and old people just taking up space and costing money. That's how he looks at it compared to the way we look at our elders. So, who has the compassion? Who who has a who acts more towards the savage uh, uh, way? Uh-huh. You know, is uh-huh. it our people or is it uh, the people that are pointing the finger at us? Well, you know, I, I question that whole word savage anyway, because, you know, when, 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 <laughs> when, when they came across the water, when they got lost at sea and found their way across the water and then more and more of them came, who was it that had the compassion in their hearts to help them survive. It was our people, right. you know. Exactly. And every, <laughs> every damn thing they did since they've been here is to take everything they could from well, us, you know, and, and try to kill us all. Right. Well, you know, Jay, this is what, what, what I'm saying right now, is that I'm a little disappointed. I had a little bit more faith in the American 
people in the American way that they were starting to take notice of how we live and what was the real thing of us and how, you know, their hero guys weren't such hero guys of what they did to our people. And, you know, things were starting to go in that direction a little bit. And all of a sudden, it just stopped. Now, uh, it seems like the regular, the regular people that, you know, were, would speak out, you know, uh, the white people and, and, and all different races were speaking out for people in different situations. And now, all of a sudden, it seems like everybody forgot about us. Even yeah. the people, you know, the media has to God because I guess they're instructed in that way not to. But, but uh, you know, look what they did to our people at Standing Rock for a regular, uh, peaceful demonstra- uh, demonstration because they were uh, doing the same thing, uh, doing things on their land that they had no business. Uh, and you could get to his wall. He put his wall up right through the Apache reservation. Yeah. And disagreed like burials and everything. Oak, who, Oak who Flat. Who does that? Oak Flats. Who does yeah, that? Yeah. And you know what? Let, let me mean, tell you, let me let me let me interrupt you for a minute, Eagle, because uh, no, you got you got some good ones. Come on. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Let me let me inter- interrupt you for a minute. A lot of those people demonstrating against the pipeline out there at uh, at Standing Rock, a lot of the demonstrators were white people, good white people. And, and, and just about every cause that we've been trying to champion for the betterment of our people, there's always some good white people that are involved. So it's, it's not about, you know, like my grandfather used to say, it's not about the color of your skin or the color of your eye or the texture of your hair. What it's really all about is how you treat my heart. And 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 you being right. you being a veteran, I don't know what branch were you in. Oh, uh, I was sitting there on. Okay, well, you know, we like we like doggies too. I'm a marine, <laughs> but you know what? Mm-hmm. A lot a lot of our brothers and sisters that serve with us in the military have all stood together and said, you know what? We got to protect what's ours. And, and, and they ask Indian the question, they ask us all the time, well, why would you guys join the military, the United States military? And, and, and our answer was always this, well, the little bit of what we have left as far as our land is concerned is still, here. Is still right. here and is domiciled right in the, the confines of the United States. So if an enemy attacks the United well, States, they attacking us too. And so we have to well, fight. Going in a different direction, but sort of uh, in a nice way. Uh, you know, our people are the caretakers of the land. Yes. Uh, that's, we are taught that's what we are raised uh, from centuries now. Yes. But the thing that uh, I believe, and the other ones, and I believe that they, they say that uh, in the long run, uh, the world is really going to need our race because we are the caretakers of the land. And if they remember correctly, we're the ones that help them survive, as you stated before. Mm-hmm. So uh, one day it goes around, comes to us. So one day they're going to need us. But I wish uh, someone would do something more about this because every time we go to speak out for ourselves, we got locked up, we're thrown in prison, we're beaten, we're raped, they've done everything under the sun to us. We need our voice. We need more of a voice in things. So so the world and, and and at least the United States can see what is really happening to our people? What is the idea of shutting off the electric in the water for the uh, South Dakota reservation? What 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 is that supposed to? How is that supposed to help the COVID thing? You can't even watch now because you don't have water. So, what does that tell you? 
this COVID-19 that's going around, where do you think that's going and why do you think it's here? What brought this on? Well, in a way, it's somewhat a way of telling people to get themselves together with each other and help each other and be treated more like a sister and brother instead of always competing against each other and trying to uh, conquer everything and everybody and 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 hoard and you know mm. they I don't know this whole uh, the the whole world is forgot about the earth and and the 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 main things like what you breathe the air the water we've ruined everything I mean come on. And they keep making more people. I don't understand what are they going to do when they can't finish people. You know, Eagle, you, you spent you spent three years in Vietnam in combat. How did that change your opinion of uh, of uh, being an Indian in America? How did that How did that affect you? Well, it's the same thing as going to jail. I went to jail too, so you know, I know them all. I know. It's uh, it's always a fight, no matter where you go. And then uh, you have some people that respect you and like you, and you have some people that uh, don't. And it's like that everywhere, it's in anywhere, it's and it never changes. It's it's like uh, it's like the black man, the same thing. You know, no matter where you go, you stay in the black man, and so. <laughs> That other mm-hmm. part goes along with it somehow. So, uh, you know, it's 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 that way everywhere. And no matter where you travel, no matter where you go, it, it doesn't matter. And uh, it's still, it, it, to me, I see what, I don't think, we, I don't think people had any business being in these different countries when they're having their problems. Let mm-hmm. them have their problems and whoever's going to do what. Uh, we had all these all these poor men over in all these different countries where the country, the people in the country tell you, what are you doing here? When they're over in Afghanistan, all these getting dead, getting blown up for what? The people say, what are you doing here? We don't need you here. We don't want you here. We have been doing this all our lives for centuries on. It's our way of life. We don't want you here. So why do they keep on doing the same thing and jumping into these different countries and and wasting our poor, poor people like that? You know? Let me ask you something else. This COVID-19 virus, I've been talking to some of the medicine men, the elders from different nations, and what I've come up with with, with all of these conversations is that this COVID-19 is really not as bad as what's coming in the fall. And... Um, the medicine people are telling me that, you know, this is going to be nothing compared to what's coming in the fall, that it's going to be four to six months of isolation. And uh, you're going to see a lot more people dying from it. And they're telling us also that you have to prepare, you know, if you, with little monies that you have, when you go to the grocery store or places to shop, you know, to start stocking up on things that don't go bad, like beans and rice and, and canned goods and stuff like that, just to be able to survive this scourge that's coming. Are you hearing? Are you hearing some of this too? Oh, yeah, but the problem is that people uh, forget about uh, the same thing that we said before. What what they learn from our people that you have to share, you have to leave some for everybody else. You can't take everything for yourself. That's true. And they empty, they empty the stores. And so when other people go shopping, 
especially the elderly, you know, you live on a check that, you know, comes and that's where you live on your social security or whatever. Yeah. And, and that's it. That's the whole number for the, and you know, with the, the, what your income tax check is compared to the economy. It's like a joke. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's, 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 I don't know how to go on forever. I mean, it just never starts. Look at the problem now. Now they came, they got all this money that's supposed to be for us. Oh, yeah, they made it okay in the past year to the circle, the past two Congress, it was the bill passed, okay. But them millions of dollars, they still ain't got them. <laughs> Nobody's got anything. So what are they doing, you know? <laughs> Thank God I got I got uh I got my check for the that stimulant check mm-hmm. so you get uh but you know that's it. You know, you get that and then uh, my wife now she hasn't gotten hers and I don't know. Now I'm I'm gonna have to, I keep waiting and waiting but it didn't come yet. So we'll see. But the thing is that uh our people are on the reservation, I mean, come on, man. Them people are like, they can't wait forever. All these promises and all these bills and all this paperwork. Meanwhile, everybody's dropping dead and uh-huh. disappearing. So you, I mean, you know, do it's you think, like we're like they're trying to eliminate us all over again. Eagle, let me ask you this. I, I personally feel that this is just a continuation of the genocide that they put on us ever since they got here. I don't know how you feel yeah. about that, but but my eyes are open yeah. wide. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And as much as some of the people in the United States, like you mentioned, do want to help us, it doesn't matter because they just get muffled away. If we have anybody in Congress, they get shuffled down the line or they get rid of them and they get someone in that will listen to what they want to say and do. And that's who he's, how he speaks. So he does, they don't really speak for us. You know? So it's, it's, it, it's a, it's a real shame that the United States, this goes on, that the people in the, in the United States don't even know half of how we're living, uh, how our people are living on these reservations. And this is the 20, 2020, and they're talking about other countries, starving people over countries. And why don't they take care of their own people that live in their own country? You know, I, I understand trying to help our country, but you got to take care of home, too. There you go. There you go. So what, what do you think is your solution to this? What do you think? Is this, is this, yeah. is this the time? Is, is this the time that's finally in history that we need to start thinking about helping each other? Instead of, right. Instead of, exactly. Okay. Instead of this singleness, this, this greed in this thing. And, and exactly like I said, the people still haven't gotten it right. They run to the stores and they don't, they and they fill their carts up with more than they could possibly use. Uh-huh. But yet, the next person comes there and then there's something there for him. You know, that's not cool. So we all have to, every race and every Every nationality in the United States and any other countries, we all have to help each other and think of each other and stop this selfishness in this this single uh, thing. Oh, well, let's help them because they're white, or let's help them because no, you help, you just help them because they're a human being. 
and and I hear I, mean, I, I hear I hear Messina in the background. I hear everything she's saying. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if they, what happened to that? They forgot all about what that means. You know, I, I don't understand. It's it's a, it's a it's a shame. I think I think for people that believe in the creative. Uh, I feel sorry for She must think of what a mess we have made okay. in this country, and we're supposed to be progressing. Progressing how? In what direction? It seems like we're going backwards instead of forward. Okay. I've talked to a lot of our people, and they are under the impression that you know, they're saying, damn the government. Don't think the government is going to bail us out. They're going to bail out the airlines. They're going to bail out the big corporations because they said that they're too, right. big, they're too big to fail. But they don't need what we need. No. We need, we need health care. We need food. We need housing. We need clean water. We need we're clean. not doing nothing for them. Nothing major for them. They say we just got some money. Eagle, what do you think we should do as a people to try to survive this? Us I coming. think we've got to stay close to the Creator of all times because remember, He's not failed us. So we have to keep that faith very strong now. And if you can't do it in Sundance, like uh, I don't advise like Sundancing, and a lot of the ceremonies have been postponed of our ceremonies because of, uh, you know, the gatherings. And so that is a good thing, I believe. I, I agree with that because it's thinking of a whole, you know, not just a single, it's thinking of the whole. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the best thing is to, for us to try and keep our distance. And and if we, if we have water to wash with, to please, you know, use it and, and keep our bodies clean and our, our hands and stay, like I said, apart from each other, but still think of each other. Still, if there's something you can do for that person, you don't have to touch a person to do something nice for a person. Mm -hmm. You don't have to touch a person or, or be right next to them to uh, give a helping hand. There's many different things, you know. So all of this is a way, I believe, of Creator telling us, wake up and and, and realize what a prejudice show so these could be together in harmony, not this madness that we live in. Uh -huh. Okay, well, Eagle, thank you so much for talking today. Um, can I talk back to Messina for a minute and then come back to you? Sure. Okay. Um, any points you want to make before uh, I go back to talk to Eagle for a few minutes before we close out the yeah. show? Yeah, um, there's one important message that was given to our people from the Dakota Nation. Um, is to stay positive with prayer because every positive thought, as you know, words spoken take on life, thoughts and positiveness take on energy and create good things. So we can't let negativity seep in and doubt. Our people were brought up to believe so strongly in our prayers and our ways that this is a time for healing of the earth. This is a renewal of the earth. This is for people to wake up and to get the message to when you're at home. If you can't do these ceremonies with the people, you're doing them at home, and that's the uniting of the spirit in our ways. Our ways are forever to live on. I know the prophecies that say, you know, people will come together in, in their hearts and in their minds and we unite with us with the circle of life mm -hmm. and time of need. I believe that, as you said, there's many white people out there, many different races that connect with us, that want to be connected to us, that want to learn, that want to heal the earth, that want to 
live on for the future generations. I believe all of that. I really strongly pray for all the positiveness to come into this world that we can defeat this. And most, most importantly, listen, they're telling you, you know, take care of yourself, protect yourself, be considerate. And, and like Eagle said, you know, share. And our people were brought up with we, not I. We share the food. We share the needs of others. Remember those things. We'll build a better world. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Messina. All right. Wopila. Remember, you can do it at home. There you go. Eagle? Yeah. Uh, any closing thoughts on all of this that we're, we're going through now? Um, in my heart, I know, as a people, we will survive. We will go forward. Yeah. Uh, but in, yeah. Yeah, so what are your thoughts before I we go? I want people to, to be aware of what's happening to our people and our women and children because, you know, if you took, for an example, Jay, uh, if you took the amount of people that are disappearing from one reservation, you put that into, uh, let's say, a county or a mayor, and how many people started disappearing, what would those people feel like? What, you yeah, know, uh, what would what would they feel like? Wouldn't they want some kind of justice, some kind of police looking for finding out, solving these guys, not just saying, "Okay, we looked and uh, they couldn't find us." Bye bye. Eagle, let me let yeah. me let me let me say two things to you. First of all, thank you for your time today and giving of your heart and your blessings to all the people, and especially to being on my broadcast. Secondly, Eagle, would you honor us with a prayer in your language or whatever language you want to pray in for the people and for all of well, us? Well, I'll probably do it in English so that uh, everyone can understand all the different people. Okay. Uh, I ask, Creator, that you watch, continue to watch over us. Give us strength. Give us, give us what we need to survive through this crisis, and and give us the belief in each other, and and the, and to think lovingly towards each other instead of all the opposite. Please help us, Creator. This this whole nation needs you very badly in this crisis. We love you. I hope. Aho, and thank you so much, Eagle. Um, Messina, I know you, you speak your Dakota language, right? Okay, would you offer up a prayer in in your native woman's voice for our people and for everybody else, please? Grandfather, pity us for us people to live. Oh, Grandfather, Creator, you have given us all your blessings year after year. We have been thankful for the gifts that we have been given. Our ancestors and the Creator watch over us, guide us, and help us through this crisis. May our women and children be found, and may justice be done for them as we cry out for the justice of all people and the awareness of this virus that people may awaken, be aware to take care of each other, Listen carefully to the safety of what is going on now with this virus so that our people may live. I ask that our people continue their ceremonies at home and their meditations, that it brings positive results for our nation, and that we walk in peace with each other and love. Oh. Messina won't be lie for that. Yeah. Thank you so much and, and thank you, Eagle.
European colonization was a process that took a long time to come into existence in the Western Hemisphere. However, the invaders sped up the process through the introduction of diseases from which native peoples had no immunity. A large population of my ancestors succumbed to their diseases. Forced removal of tribal nations, theft of our homelands, worthless treaties, and their genocidal practices played a major part in the advancement of colonization. Our great ancestral leaders, Chief Victorio, Geronimo, Nana, Magas, Colorado's, Chief Sitting Bull, Crazy Horse, Red Cloud, believed in the survival of the people on their own homelands. Present-day leaders Chief Harold Frazier of the Cheyenne River Sioux and Cedric Cromwell of the Mashpee Wampanoag still believe in the survival of their people on their own homeland. In fact, Chief Cromwell and the Mashpee Wampanoag tribe just went to court to stop President Trump from stealing over 300 acres of their land, and they won. The theft of Indian land continued today in 2020. First and foremost, the survival of our great people is essential. We shall remain. The grandson of Chief Victorio, Chief Eagle Claw Victorio, continues to fight that same fight that his grandfather fought 156 years ago. You have heard with your own ears today the words and spirit of those that fought to save our people. Thank you for listening to this podcast today. And please tell your family, members, friends, large brothers, sisters to listen to the most dangerous podcasts anywhere by going to nightwolfproductions.media for more. Nightwolf, N-I-G-H-T-W-O-L-F, Productions, P-R-O-D-U-C-T-I-O-N-S, dot media, M-E-D-I-A, for more. I'm Jay Winter Nightwolf, your brother and servant, servant of the people. Talk to you again soon. Danagda Goai Wado. to live in peace with the Indian, he can live in peace. There need be no trouble. Treat all men alike. Give them all the same law. Give them all an even chance to live and grow. You might as well expect the rivers to run backward as that any man who was born a free man should be contented when penned up and denied liberty to go where he pleases. We only ask an even chance to live as other men live. We ask to be recognized as men. Let me be a free man, free to travel, free to stop, free to work, free to choose my own teachers, free to follow the religion of my fathers, free to think and talk and act for myself.